We continue the shiur in the Kutamaran, where in chapter 57, Rabbi Nuzal is talking about the imperative of emunat hachamim, faith in the sages, faith in the rabbis, and how the entire healing process is dependent upon this faith, because as a result of this faith, the godly influx can come down through the Malachim to give a person a refuah. Ibn Uzal also mentioned the idea of strengthening the faith in the Hachamim with a neder, with a vow to fulfill immediately. And in addition, the merit of the forefathers that comes as a result of this and Onik Shabbat and Tzedakah. We now revert back to the original statement in the Gemara that this Torah is based on. They asked one of the rabbis of the Gemara, who was in Aram, Aram being loosely Rome or Aramean place. In short, it represents the place of the forces of evil. And they asked him, Ematai ben David ba, when is Mashiach coming? Question we would all lo- love to know the answer to. Veheshiv lahem. In other words, they were asking him what can bring about the downfall of the evil side. Keshiyipol ze hashar. He says, when this gate of Aram and Romi falls once, and then they build it up again, it falls again, they build it up again. And it falls again, and that's that. The main crux of the answer was that it's going to fall three times, and they're not going to be able to build up the gate again. When this gate falls, no, the third time they won't be able to build up the gate until Ben David Ba, until Mashiach comes. Rabbi Nuzal explains what's the whole thing here with the gates. The gates are the forces of the evil side, Rabbi Nuzal says, that build a portal for their own siphoning to take away from Kedushah. What the statement means is that the gate of the evil side is going to be pushed down through certain things. Even when they built it up, when he falls one time, when the power of evil, the gates of evil fall one time after the other with the concepts that have been brought then Mashiach will come and will build the gates of holiness of course this is an allusion to the fact even before the ultimate redemption, person has his personal redemption that can happen as a result of these things. So what are these three items that are going to fight the evil side, break down the gate of the evil side and bring a person back to Kedusha? The first gate of evil is built up when people lack faith in the Hachamim and they don't listen to them. That's when the gate of evil is set up. Because of course, who interprets the Torah? Only the Hachamim. The lack in Emunah and Hachamim say, well, I don't know if that's what it really means. How do they know that? And then whatever happens, happens. Kishe'en Emunat Hachamim. 
when there is not enough faith in the rabbis and the sages and the tzaddikim who interpret the Torah and give us advice in Shomei Alahim people are not listening to them where people are stubborn against the rebuke and the true explanations of Torah, of Emunat Hachamim, as Rabbeinu Zal explained, all the healing comes to the world through the word, word of Hashem that comes through the angels. When there's a lack of Emunat Hachamim, you cut off the hands of the angels and Barminan, Ba'im Lehuli Adde'in Marpeh, you get to sicknesses that have no healing because the system is broken. Consistently brings in these paragraphs the Pesukim that have to do with gates, because that's what it said here in the Gemara relating to this issue that they called the gates of impurity. People reached to the gates of death. That's without Emunah. So the lack of Emunah is the thing that builds up the gates of evil first. Lack of faith in the Hachamim. When they build up their faith, then the gates of holiness are open. When the gates of holiness are open, the gates of the evil side close. When a person builds up his faith, you open the gates and then Shomer Emunim. You have the watching of the emunah. We have a rule with the holiness and the evil side that it's a seesaw. It's automatic. There's no two steps. When one gate, when one side is up, the other is down. And that's it. So emunat hachamim is step one to break down the first gate of the evil side that's built by a lack of emunat hachamim. Then the Ben Uzal said the second ingredient. It's very nice that a person wants to build up his emunah, but he needs a catalyst. That catalyst is to make a vow and fulfill right away. We gave an example. A person would make a Misha Berach at the Sefer Torah and pay immediately. That would be considered a neder. As Nahir bin Hiru da Abahan. This affects that the light and the merit of the forefathers is revealed. And then it breaks the second attempt of the evil side to overcome the person. As again, it says the gates should raise the heads. Who are the heads? The heads are like the three prongs on the sheen on your tefillin. Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. Ele Rashe bet Abotam. Like the leaders of the Jewish people, the heads, the Avot, are, uh, the Avotam is called Rashe. Kesheze kam zenofel. By the second attempt of the gate of Aram, this also, this will be the second item of assistance to push down the gate the second time. What's the third component? The third component is through the shine of the forefathers, a person merits to Shabbat. Le oyev, to push down the enemies. 
as Rabbeinu Zal explained, the greatness of Onik Shabbat, of the eating L'Shem Shamayim on Shabbat, the holiness of Shabbat. He merits to Shalom like he would from Tzedakah. And then, it's the third time already. It's the third step. Faith, Neder, and Shabbat is already the third shot. For the Sha'ar Dikdusha, Bibhinat Umishpat Shalom Shiftu Bishaarechim. Again, bringing the concept of gates directly into this idea of Shabbat and Shalom, which are interconnected, and charity, Alte Dakeani Bashar. Benuzal brings nine times here the word Sha'ar in different Pesukim. Sha'ar means gate. Umachni'ima son ima yon ki mishar aram. Obviously, the key is the portal. Which portal is a person going through? The opening of Kedushah or the opening of Tumah? Is there such a thing as a gate of Tumah? Yes, it says, Habali Tameh, a person who comes to make himself impure, Pothin Lord. They don't push him, but they open the door. This is all connected to what can ruin the situation. A person will ask, well, one minute, the guy started with emunat hachamim. So if he has emunat hachamim, what's going to bring the evil side back? That's not hard. It's anger. A person unwittingly is falling into a lack of emunah in Hashem. With the liver, the angry liver, about situations in life, bringing up the power of Esav with that anger and annoyance, which is a type of kfira and denial of Hashem. Esav aderet se'ar. Esav is the hairy one. Full mitahar. And therefore, um, it says again, this concept I believe here that we're working with because it's the same letters. The se'ar and sha'ar. And this is the third shot. So again, the three shots are Imunat Hachamim intrinsically. The ugly head of the Sitrahra is reared by the anger. You need to make a neder to bring about the Ha'arat Ha'avot and Shabbat. I'm going to try to find, forgot to open it up. Um, a bit more of an explanation from the Peraparaot Bechokhmah. If he can, I can do it quickly, then we'll be able to do it. Otherwise, we're going to just leave it. So give me a couple of seconds here. Okay, I can't find that right now, so we're just going to go on our merry way. But the gist of it is that the three gates that are overcome are the attempt of the evil side through people's actions to push them down to the evil side. And this is a constant struggle with these three components, which is faith in the hachamim and making a neder, the aspect of Yaakov, and revealing the 
power of the forefathers, that will be the second push against the Sitra Ahran, the third, and culminates with the Onik Shabbat that will beat every attempt that the evil side has to damage our Emunat um, Hachamim, to bring us to Kavet Ko'es and a lack of faith in Hashem and in the Hachamim. The next small letters in the Likutim Aran are if you noticed in the body of the Likutim Aran there was a star, an asterisk or whatever and that was a sign that there were missing words. This is a manuscript of Rabbeinu Zal himself where Rabbi Natan Zal explains in the small letters in the paragraphs that actually there was more than meets the eye here. Rabbeinu Zal on purpose when he gave over the Torah erased certain things that we that we don't know because he did not want it to be revealed. Rabbeinu Zal's ideas of what he knew and what should be revealed are astounding. There was everything was with an amazing exactitude, exactly which words to say and which words that he understood, but it's not for the public. You can't say it. So even though he had this written for himself, there were certain places here, and Nosan Zal brings that in the next Torah 58, you have the same thing, and these are things that are beyond our comprehension. But we do see how the Rebbeinu Zal is giving an exact dropafuls, what everybody needs for their tikkun, what is not necessary, or may even be harmful in certain ways, Rebbeinu Zal left out with the prescription being given Exactly. That's the gist of what it says. And we go now to the large, back to continue skipping the little letters and going to the uh, large letters, which now the manuscript is over and Abinatanzal is explaining a bit more the concepts that we saw before. Benuzal explained earlier that in order for a person to get healing, he needs the godly influx to come from the word of Hashem that comes down through the Malachim, one hand receives, one hand gives, and you have the refuah. There is another statement in the, of the rabbis that a person who degrades a Torah scholar has no healing to his hit. Kukol harefuot, and Abed Nuzal explains how healing works. Healing usually works through a mixture of different herbs. It's not necessarily just one particular item. You take a certain item A, you mix it with herb B, with exact measurements. And you take a different herb that has this measurement, and you measure a different thing. Each one of these things, each one of these herbs or potions has a different power. You mix them together, and that mixture is what's, what has the power to heal the sickness. So the healing of the sickness, is more in, with more explanation than before, is not only through the herb, it's through the mixture of herbs that now the mixture of A, B, and C is not just A, B, C. It's a new item that is made up of these three parts, let's say, that now has, because of the mixture, now has a power that each one alone would not have. It's only the combination that can give the healing. And therefore, 
for healing, you need an expert doctor that knows how to make the right mixtures. But a, a healer who doesn't really know what he's doing, if he takes, even if he takes the exact same herbs that have the power to heal, but he doesn't know how to put them together, nothing will happen and everything will remain the same. So too, in the Mashal, this is actually what happens, but so too the Torah, the word of Hashem, which is really the source of healing. Shlomo HaMelech says in Mishle, It heals a person's entire body. Who knows who is the expert doctor that knows how to put together Torah from here and this statement from there and put all of the Torah together in a concoction that becomes a new power to heal people's souls. That's only the Hachamim and the true Tzadikim. Ki'im Hachmehador. Because the Tzadikim in the generation have the power vested in them by the giving of the Torah and the revelation of the 13 methods of extrapolation of the Torah that we read in Abi Ishmael Omer. But just take the Torah itself, you can't know anything without the Tzadikim. What do you know about tie them for a bind on your arms and a totafot between your eyes? What do you know that from tiddlywinks? Only because the hachamim explained to you what the Torah means, that's how you get somewhere. Because Torah, in place A, it may be very terse and not explain what it means, but in place B, which the hachamim and the tzaddikim know, you apply the information in place B to place A. And they collect, as in likute moharan, and the collect, likut means to collect, they collect, and they mix together, and they concoct a new power of Torah with these combinations with the 13 attributes of mercy, which is interesting because it's exactly what Rabbi Natan uh, spoke about, about Rabbi Nuzal removing certain words, adding these words, making a derasha, gor'im mosifin bedorshin. So even though it's written in the, you could have something, for instance, that written in the Torah, and they say no, sorry, wrong. What, what do you mean? It says in the Torah, give 40 lashes. Hachamim says, oh, that's not what it means. It means 39, not 40. It's 39. What do you mean? It says 40. No. They take a letter or a word and they explain to you that this, though it says 40, it means 39. In another place, they'll add to it. And make a derasha, according to what they know with the power vested in them from Moshe Rabbeinu, from Hashem, with the 13 attributes of mercy. So he is a smart aleck, a wise guy, who's starting home and says, eh, what does the rabbi know when he damages the honor of a Talmud Hakam? There is no healing to the hit that he gets, because the medicines only have a power as a result of the word of Hashem. And the word of Hashem has to be mixed in a certain way. The source of the mixture of the medicines is the mixture of the Torah that the tzaddikim made. He damaged the mix, the ones who know how to mix the Torah, which is the source of his healing. He shot himself in the head, not in the foot. <laughs> 
the main power of healing comes from the Torah. And you can only get it from the Tzaddikim and the Hachamim. They have the power to be Doresh and to mix the letters of the Torah. That is where the power of healing comes from. Where do the Asabim and the grasses and herbs receive their power from? From the Torah, through the Malachim, with that whole process. And their main power of healing is only with the mixture. It's not raw. So since it's not raw, it's with the mixture. It's dependent not only upon the Torah that comes down and the word of Hashem through the Malachim, but it depends upon the Hachamim of the generation. The person who degrades a Talmud Hacham has ruined any opportunity for himself to have the right mixture because he defied and degraded and put down and said he doesn't want this mixture of the Torah that the Hachamim and the Tzadikim, but a person who does have this Emunah and they, that the Hachamim know how to put together these mixtures of the power of the Torah, Al-Kena'ikar. And therefore the main thing is that a person should have faith in the Hachamim, be careful in their honor, and to be quite fearful of them. Even if he sees that they say something that's not black and white in the Torah, it doesn't seem to be in the Torah according to his puny brain. And it seems that Hasve Shalom da Torah, that they're doing things against the Torah. He needs to believe. Certainly, they are doing the right thing according to the Torah. Why? Because the Torah was given to the Hachamim. gives the example of what we said before. It says black and white in the Torah. When a person gets malkut, lashes for transgressing a negative commandment, it says, hit him 40 times. And the Hachamim say, no, specifically and only 39. They know how to extrapolate and the to utilize the rules and the derashot of the Torah according to what's given to them from Moshe at Har Sinai. You only need 39 malkot. Therefore the rule in life is a person has to have unequivocal faith in the hachamim and the true tzaddikim. To throw away his own thoughts. Cast aside his own way of thinking. And only rely on the hachamim and tzaddikim. Whether it seems to make sense to him or not. And this way he will be able to draw healing. It's given over to them. The key to everything in life is emunat hachamim. That's physical healing, spiritual healing. This is engendered by neder, by the merit of the avot that is revealed through a person strengthening himself, praying for emunah, making a neder, and eventually meriting to the ma'ala of a fast, or the greater level of the ma'ala of the eating of Shabbat, l'shem shamayim. Today is Erev Shabbat. We can ask Hashem to help us to merit what's called Oneg Shabbat, the true enjoyment of Shabbat, which is totally spiritual and the evil side has no portion. And this will push down the evil side, open up the portals of Kedusha for us and will be Zocheh, that Ben David 
יבוא ויגאלנו. The son of David, Mashiach Tzidkenu, should come to redeem us. במהרה בימינו, אמן.